0: You need somebody who can speed up from the side of the court to beat Ben and Colin. You can't speed up at him from the middle of the court. You need to have a little bit of an angle to to work with. Jack can create that by running around his his backhand. And I think James can create that just by rolling his backhand. So...
1: Who would be Jack's, like, perfect partner? Ideal partner? Yeah.
0: All right. Welcome to the Pickle Pod. I'm here with Rafa Nadal, a.k.a. Carlos DeLora and Jack Monroe. Welcome, boys. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. First, repeat guest. Did the people ask for it? Nobody asked for it. No, absolutely nobody asked for it. But people did absolutely love the Analiaguas line. All people didn't understand it, but... Yeah.
1: Well, uneducated people maybe. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jason didn't understand it.
0: Oh no! It took Jason until he had no idea. What
1: he probably still, to this moment, doesn't know what that joke was.
0: Not a chance. But before we get too far into it, Jack, you know this is—you uh, know—there's video on this, right? You want to put a hat on before we start, know. or
2: no? I thought I was going to get a cut. But... <laughs> Can I touch it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is good, probably sounds really weird <laughs> to the
0: people who aren't. I hope aren't I hope video. This. Hope- <laughs> 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 Touch it. I'm in a moment. Wow. So, okay, it's real, everybody. It's <laughs> real. It's real. <laughs> well, um, thanks for popping on, boys. We'll talk about. Uh, I want to. I want to get to know Jack a little bit more. We all know Carlos way too much already, but he's doing some cool stuff in in pickleball here in Austin. But uh, first and foremost, we have a press release as of today from uh, from our friends over at at ProXR. Um, so January 16th, 2024, 35 Capital, a family office and private equity firm focused on sports technology and innovation companies today announced the creation of United Pickleball Paddles, a subsidiary of their global pickleball investment sleeve. The initial three paddle brands coming together under UPP are PaddleTech, ProXR Pickleball and Boundless Pickleball. Um which is pretty sweet. Like, to be able to have multiple different brands under one umbrella is, I think, enormous. And I think it's a testament to to the vision that all three of these companies share, right? Obviously, Paddle Tech has been around forever, and they've been super innovative uh, throughout the years. My first real pickleball paddle was a,
2: a Paddle Tech element back in, mm-hmm. like, you remember? Oh yeah, you're an no, OG. You remember the Paddle Tech element, bro? That was my first paddle too. I got pictures winning like some four O tournaments with that yellow element. Yeah, and yes, that was like the most one of the most elite paddles. That one, the Bantam, mm-hmm. one that Kyle Yates rocked for a few years. Oh, bro, Paddle Tech was ahead of the game at least when it started out. It was that Selkirk Engage. That was pretty much it, for
0: sure. So that was your first.
2: That was your first paddle when yeah. you started.
0: Yeah, yeah. I had like a. I had a striker, a striker paddle. I don't think striker even makes paddles or they got sold or something. I had a striker that I bought from the Cedar Chavez Center in Racine, Wisconsin. <laughs> it was at least not made out of wood. And then I graduated to the to the yellow paddle tech element. Which was like that was the that was like the most groundbreaking paddle. I don't even remember
2: what was like new about it, but it was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they showed they had like a clear section where it showed the honeycomb mm-hmm. right inside of it. Yeah, it was it was so sick. All right, you with that paddle today? What what are you rated? Uh
0: I mean, see that paddle is is still really solid. Like it's got good power. It's got good feel. It's got good control. But the innovations and in spin right. since there then is. If you're somebody who didn't doesn't play with a lot of spin, you can use that paddle on the right. tour right now. If you want spin, that is not the paddle.
2: So <laughs> Ben, if you give Ben a month with that to practice, I mean, you give Ben a month,
0: you give you give Ben any paddle, he's gonna be good enough. He's, I mean, like a
2: semifinal team with Colin still. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I th- I, I think he could. Yeah, I don't think he's beaten
0: riley and thomas but i think he's still beating most of the teams that you know i think the teams that'll that might beat him with that would be like the jw and dylan riley and and thomas um fed and pablo would would uh would would give him a good run that's three teams that's semi-final <laughs> yeah. I don't, still the same yeah, there i do know you're right um but uh that's pretty sweet we have a we have a quote in here from from annalee paddle tech has been making the best paddles for me and my family for years i'm so excited to see them become a part of upp and build on the paddle tech le- legacy said Anna Lee waters the ppa's number one ranked player in the world so people know about proxr at this point people know about paddle tech of course but the uh, the unknown of this um sort of merger is Boundless Pickleball. And so Boundless Pickleball is a, I'll just read it here, adds fun, customizable, and NCAA-licensed products to the UPP family. So they're going with, um, oh wow, look at that. There's even a quote from, from Jack Monroe in here. I didn't even realize that. Students, alumni, parents, and professionals love showing school pride out on the courts and appreciate the high quality yet reasonable prices. When I go to the courts on campus, the Longhorn paddles are everywhere, according to pro pickleball player and University of Texas Club Pickleball founder Jack Monroe. Wow! They let anybody found a pickleball. <laughs> um, so, can you tell us tell us a little bit about Boundless? Are you involved with Boundless, or like, yeah? How does what's your relationship like with uh with with that?
2: Yeah, so that's spot on. They spun off a of Pro XR, and they're going for that more customizable, creative type um say the younger demographic college kids in specific for their school so they're licensing the logos from UT and then putting that on a paddle Michigan all of this stuff and it's obviously way more affordable and that's what boundless is going to be like for sure so it's it's actually perfect with uh my club at UT Austin with Longhorn pickleball cuz the kids eat that up they love it they love having some sort of patriotism towards like just their logo on a paddle, so they go travel with it and all that stuff, and actually, you know, have that as well as a shirt and stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Carlos, we'll we'll get to your quote a little bit later. I don't I don't see one in here, but um,
2: I think it was in the Spanish article. It
1: was in the Spanish, yeah, the Spanish press release. On, it was on Telemundo, <laughs> but I don't know that. if you have access to that.
0: Um, but I think you know there are so many paddle brands. Like I think last year there were some crazy amount of people got their their paddles certified by usa pickleball so i mean i think it makes sense that there's some um consolidation and i think there's probably more of that to to come so
2: Mm -hmm. yeah and that's the thing you need like with all the paddle brands you need it you need to find a niche which is exactly what boundless did like the younger demographic rather than like in terms of pickleball in general college pickleball is so untapped Mm-hmm. So, kind of full core pressing into that niche and specific is what you should do when you have a paddle company, rather than trying to appeal to just simply everyone.
0: Right. Yeah, they're going to keep they're going to keep these different companies under their sort of distinct brand rather than merging them all under one name. Proxar is going to be Proxar. Um Paddletech is going to be Paddle Tech, and Boundless is going to be Boundless. And they're basically just going to share like you know a factory uh, distribution they're going to share some of those fixed costs across the the three different brands they're going to have one you know an hr person for for the entire thing which is which is good when you got people like me and carlos working with proxr <laughs> got to have a strong hr department yeah, for sure <laughs> for sure um all right so uh i want to dive in a little bit to to getting to know jack a little bit more which is wild, because Jack is like one of the OGs of pickleball. When did you start playing? Oh my.
2: I started when I was 10, which is gnarly because pickleball was legitimately an old person sport back then. Like, um, So I started when I was 10. I played for two, three years, and then I, I traveled a bit. That was like my sport during that time. And then as soon as high school hit, I played high school basketball for four years. Turns out I'm not LeBron. In case you haven't noticed, <laughs> um, were you good at basketball? I mean, I was the best six man in the league, Mike. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, then after that, basketball stopped, and then bang, back to pickle, where all the washed up tennis players go. That's right. <laughs> that's right.
0: Just like Carl, that leads right <laughs> into Carl. <laughs> right in. Oh, yeah. uh, that's true. I remember. I remember when I was first starting out. I didn't really play anything outside of. Um, outside of like Wisconsin and, you know, some Illinois and stuff. But I was playing with Dave Weinbach who was going all across the country. And I think you did I think you did really,
2: really well at like a nationals, right? Mm-hmm. Did you did you win a national I was the first triple crown back in the day. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, it was it was juniors, so obviously it's like twelve to sixty. Yeah, no, that doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <That doesn't> count. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I played and I remember after a tournament that I did really, really well and Dave actually came up to me. And he was like, yo, like we should run a tournament next year. And I was so, so stoked for it. It was like, I no joke, couldn't sleep for the night. It never happened. No, it never happened. No. Wow. I went back to basketball, but it was, I remember that moment like it was yesterday. That's pretty big. Yeah, big. The Badger,
0: time. the Badger was the, uh, was a goat back yeah, then.
2: He ran it with Kyle. Um, I don't know. Do you remember? There, there's a lot of OG names, obviously, you know, um, you know, a few of them. Because when did you say? I started. I started in 2013, but I didn't really
0: play any pro stuff, and I didn't play it super seriously until like 2019. Who? Yeah, yeah. Let's rattle off some OGs, bro. You got Matt Goble. Okay, yeah, best forehand flick. <laughs> well, dude, really? this guy could do very little, but had the nastiest forehand <laughs> speed up. Like the dude gets a fore. Any good hands, yep. right? he just kind of like made balls other than that he didn't do anything special on on the dinks but this guy he really sort of pioneered the that drop the paddle head down and just flick the flick the paddle up you could not read where his speed up was going and it was it was money
2: mhm yes i remember i was so scared of that um there's obviously Kyle Gates uh Mr. Nasty Nelson yeah mhm uh, uh, did you ever how many times did you play against Timothy Nelson I think only in Wreck. only in rec. Um, just a few times, and then there's Zayn Affleck. Well, hold on. What's uh, what's what's uh, what's Timothy Nelson like? Um, it wasn't much. It wasn't much talking. To be fair, I had I'd never developed a close relationship with him because, obviously, as you know, he's pretty like shy or off the grid for the most part. Is he? Um, I I've never talked to least Nelson. At least in the, the tournament settings that it was. Maybe I wasn't good enough. To be fair. <laughs> Did he hit you with the puppet master ever? <laughs> <laughs> Does he do that oh in God. rec play? Oh, he's got to not not when I play because keep in mind I was like twelve. Sure. So <laughs> he wasn't out there. Like, he wasn't out there like dunking on twelve year olds. <laughs> Damn, I thought this guy was a savage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for sure, I remember sitting courtside and seeing him do it. It was it was so good back then. So I has got to bring that back. The puppet master. Yeah.
1: Surprised you haven't done it.
0: I did do it. Oh, you did. I did against against Ben and, and uh, in in. Where were we? In San Clemente. I had one point where I like, I drop shot it. I loved. And then I think I drop shot it again. And I was. <laughs> master. And to be fair, it was a pretty good puppet match point. just
2: looked like you're dancing. <laughs> like the Trump dance, bro. Um, we need to bring more cellies back, bro. Like I want to do more cellies Except I don't want the reputation of, you know, the, the cocky guy. guy.
0: No, why Why not? If Who you
1: do it, Yeah. Think of all.
0: Carlos is the most underrated shit talker there is. Probably, yeah. You really need to, you just especially need to if you're all, if you're on the court. No, nah, I think I bring we bring out the the worst in each other. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. We do,
1: but yeah, I mean, I like to shit talk. Why not? It's nothing personal. It just makes it more fun. What if it is personal? Oh, I never get personal unless this was Zane. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll mention everyone in his family. <laughs> um.
0: I think it's, it's interesting in pickleball, pretty much everybody knows everybody, right? Yeah. So you know who you can shit talk to and you also know who like, okay, yeah. don't, don't mess with this person.
1: Yeah. It's almost, it's almost easier to shit talk someone that you know well, rather than like, cause my first time meeting someone, unless they piss me off first, I'm not going to go out of my way to like first impression. I'm going to shit talk you, mm-hmm. you know? And like, you're going to run into them five minutes after mm-hmm. so you, you, you can't go too far.
2: Yeah. I remember you and Wyatt Stone going out at Natty's. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, but that's, I'm friends with Wyatt, so I can tell him anything.
0: Oh yeah, and your dad your daddy too. I am his daddy. Yeah. Um all right, who else? Who else are some of the the best memories that we might have forgotten about in uh in pro pickleball right now? Oh my. Um You mentioned Zayn Affleck. Zayn Affleck. We, we've, we've, we've we've talked about Zayn Affleck. Is he the original Zayn? He was the original Zane. When I first came in and started playing, <laughs> people called me Baby Zane. No way! It was mostly just Adam Stone. I never really cared about him. <laughs> he <laughs> he's like, oh, way older are you? No, he's not that much older
2: <laughs> than me. He's probably like, he's probably like early thirties, maybe. Uh, yeah, he was young. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was young. I remember film. He was, he, he, he. He was doing like the the Lee Waters or the the Lee Whitwell type Ernies and getting away with it. Like he was just <laughs> running straight through the kitchen and Ernieing, and the ref was just the refs were so naive back then. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: All right, we got Zane. Who else are are some of
2: those OGs? Um, obviously Callan was an OG, mm-hmm. but there's Callan's brother, which was Tyler. Tyler, and then the parents, which were the powerhouse back mm-hmm. then. We got Steve and Jennifer Dawson. They were, I think Steve still plays, but for the most part, he's running, like, running stuff at this point. Um, they were some good ones.
1: Hmm.
2: I wish I knew all these people.
1: Just getting into Pickleball, like, so late, you just kind of missed out on, like, all the OGs.
0: Yeah, Pickleball was was wild back in the day. <laughs> like, there were a lot of characters. <laughs>
1: yeah, I bet. There were a
0: lot of characters. I mean,
1: to pick it up that early, I always wonder, like, how these people even started, you know, like... You you just saying that you played pickleball in 2013 is wild to me. Mm-hmm. That seems like so, I mean, more than 10 years ago.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. It's, yeah, I wonder how the other people, how did you, you you picked it up because you, uh, you got hurt playing baseball or something or mm-hmm. with your Barbies or what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I played baseball for like six, seven years and then threw my arm out. And so then my dad was up at the local courts hitting and I watched him. And after he was done, I was like, yo, can I hit with you? And he's like, of course. So I started hitting and keep in mind, I was in my sling at the time. So I started hitting lefty and it felt so weird at first, but I was in love with just thinking around. And then I got hooked Never went back to baseball after that. Thank God. And then as soon as I took the sling off, it felt better lefty, even though I'm naturally a righty. So, I develop both at the same time. So, that's why I'm amphibious.
1: <laughs> amphibious. <laughs> uh, I, I was actually shocked, like, that when I first saw Jack play, probably, like, over a year ago, but, like, I was shocked when I found out you, you never played tennis. Because you, you, your your strokes, like, are super clean. Like, even, like, the way you dink, now, like, you're going two-handed and stuff, like, it looks, like, if someone told me, oh, yeah, he used
2: to play tennis, I'd I believe it. Other than the the T-Rex limp on the <laughs> floor. <laughs> um so what uh what made you decide
0: to just call it for a little while do basketball only quit the pickleball stuff for a bit like getting bullied at school probably for sure in middle school, <laughs> <every> <laughs> school I got bullied. dude he's already got he's already got a, a dead ferret on his head <laughs> no I, I would have a
2: i would have a field day with that oh, cool. uh, uh but um whether i mean it was part part like social pressure uh from family and mostly mostly like family and then as well as me to, you know, have gain some social skills, be a part of the high school environment, get that high school experience, and do, like, be a part of a team there. And mm-hmm. so it was cool, because, I mean, do I regret, like, not playing it for four years and then being the next band and making a million dollars? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, I learned, like, social skills, and, I mean, you could see, like, a bunch of the homeschooled kids that are playing pickleball, um... Sometimes they're a bit behind in that category. So I mean, name them. Yeah, who? <laughs> <laughs> Who's signed no English. socially? No English. <laughs>
1: no English. <laughs> She's the only who can do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, not to name any names, but the couple of pro, pro pickleball players <laughs> that were homeschooled. Um. So, what is it? I mean, not playing. Does that just mean not playing tournaments, or does that mean like not playing at all? Like he didn't pick up a paddle.
2: Didn't pick up a paddle. Yeah, like off-season basketball, and then on-season basketball. Fan. So you finish up
0: high school, you finish up being a uh, uh, sixth man of the the year and <laughs> the, you're, uh, the best sixth man of of your team. And uh and so obviously you're seeing over that course of time, 2020, 2021, 2022, like this is turning into a legit sport. This wasn't the sport of 2013 like people are making real money like did you have FOMO, or you know what? Uh, what made you decide to get back into it all of a sudden?
2: So those four years was completely off the grid. Didn't even see a pickleball highlight on my phone. Nothing really. You didn't. Know, you do not know anything about pickleball there. I wasn't watching you on the APP tour back then. <laughs> yeah, say it, but, uh, um, Then so I missed all the growing pains of you know the first year of MLP, uh, the PPA, APP, all all of that, and then. Um, after that, uh, just stopped playing basketball. So I was like,
0: is sick." Played it back then, and so you're getting chunky. You're like, "I'm gonna get need need to
2: get in shape." Or... That was a that was actually a good part of basketball. Because basketball put me in the shape, and the bullying actually um, really helped. So
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're pro bullying. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, now I can grow my hair out and not have to worry about what you say.
0: Did they did they call you any fun nicknames when you were a little chunky? Yeah, bro. Well, I was
2: pickle boy. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm that now. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, and then I was a chunky one, to grew. So <laughs> you could just you can just imagine what a bunch of high school
1: is. Oh yeah. Tubby, <laughs> chunky. I'm gonna Pickle boys and that bad. I was Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> that's what was. What? They'd make pickle
2: jokes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. What what was your first tournament back? Was it that minor league duper thing? Um No, it was five oh at the Duper uh PP Newport. Okay. Hear,
1: yeah. Cuz I remember like the first time I I heard your name but the first time I watched you play was that mine the that minor league at Dreamland, kind of mm-hmm. like the uh the very first one they did uh where it was like open like 22 duper or whatever and it was like some teams had two girls, two guys, some teams had all or dudes.
2: Yeah. That was yeah, that was gnarly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So wait, what 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 did make you decide to get back into it? Like what was just being done with basketball? You're like I want something else to to do
2: basically. Yeah, so I knew for sure I wasn't going back to baseball. And then after basketball stopped, I went on the pickleball court and then just hooked. Okay. Like a bug, got it, and then just
0: played at. Yeah, wait, what so what's the timeline there? You finish up basketball and that's probably winter of what, twenty twenty one? Yeah. Winter of twenty twenty one, but you're still in high school. Um you decide that you're gonna. You wanted to come to Austin. Now, did you decide that you wanted to come to to Austin partially because of pickleball, or just completely because you wanted to go to UT?
2: It was, I would say, majority UT. To be mm-hmm. fair, like I wanted, I for sure wanted to be banker, MBA, and then work in or work up to senior uh, or VP at a private equity firm by the time like 35. But then pickleball was like the best byproduct I could have asked for. Because now instead of working a day job, I am sitting doing a podcast. <laughs> there we go. Now, to
0: be fair, you did tell us last minute today. He's like, "Dude, I forgot I have class. I yeah. can't. I can't make it at one o'clock. <laughs> I got class. My advisor told me I got to go to class." <laughs> so, how's that uh, VP role <laughs> yeah. coming along? What? No, no, no. In all seriousness, like, what? Uh, what are you studying at UT? Economics.
2: Econ, so, okay. Yeah. The the original goal was to get in through economics because it's the liberal arts school. So the average GT, GPA to get in was like three point two, three point three. So it was like guaranteed admission, and then I could internally transfer to this school of business. But now with pickleball, it's I I think I'm just going to stay in line, get the econ degree, and then try to milk as much as I can out of pickleball. Mm-hmm. And what is that?
0: What is that? What does the milking process look like? <laughs> Can you show us
2: <laughs> off camera for sure?
0: <laughs> uh huh. Um, but you are you're cranking out uh, a ton of content. Um, you're welcome, obviously. But um, <laughs> how do you have time to? How do you have time to do that? School, travel for tournaments. There are two two
2: new clips a day from Jack. So he's posting like yeah. You're, how many times do you post per day? Well, my goal at the beginning of last year when I started it was one post a day and I've stuck to that and now I'm trying to do one post a day like plus a YouTube video I'm trying to get into YouTube um, and then maybe recycle my best performing reels mm-hmm. Gotcha um,
0: and balancing with school do you find that that is most of your classes in person uh, how are you able to balance it with school
2: yeah so like 80... 80% of my classes are in person, which is miserable <laughs> because when you have a class on Friday, but mixed doubles is typically on Friday, then you have to work ways around it. Typically, you know, the the lectures are recorded and stuff. Um, but yeah, I always have to talk to my professors and most of them are, you know, pretty helpful in letting me move around some stuff or uh, just hop on a Zoom call with me separately to teach me the content and stuff like that. So
1: Do, like all the people in your class know that you're a pro pickleball player.
2: <laughs> is that something they ask? Um, well, some of what them do you keep that on the low. I keep, them, I keep <laughs> that low.
0: They're bringing back Pickle Boy for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um. All right. So, are you doing? Are you running all your own content? Are you going to be editing your own YouTube videos
2: and all that stuff too? Uh, likely. In order to figure out what my like form or what my what my editing style is, I sure. use those as you know drafts for my editor to use until you figure out what the style
0: you want to have and then you can farm that out to, to editing mm-hmm. um well sweet last question for you is like what's the what are the plans for uh for 2024 what are your who your partner is like um you know on and off the court like what are you up to
2: uh the biggest goal is to medal consistently so in that regard I feel like you grabbing, should be great at next gen grabbing a <laughs> grabbing a good left side daddy like <laughs> Thane Navratil yeah. cool. would be ideal um, but yeah that and then off the court um, content's going to be huge um, I think if I could have like a multifaceted approach where I can do content while leveraging that pro career in order to make my content better um, I think content's going to be a huge avenue for sure um, Interesting, and then try to get that piece of paper <laughs> nah, huh. Huh. That piece of, that's important. <laughs> um,
1: that's such an uncle thing to say.
0: <laughs> that piece of paper. that piece. paper
1: Nice.
0: What, Carlos? You got to tell the people about the about the lab. The lab. If you want to?
1: Yeah, you can check out the sweatshirt right here. The lab, East Side Austin. Um, yeah, it's a f- kind of fun project I'm doing in some warehouse space with uh, my friend Ryan Dewidjian, Picklebald. If you don't follow him.
0: Yeah, I don't know, I know who Ryan you, DeWidgen is, but
1: the only gnome is pickleball, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so pretty much uh we we're talking about it today and he came up. It's it's a pro pickleball playground, really. Like we did we we have done one court indoors that we're really proud of. Uh really paying attention to detail, making it we want to make it the best court to play on, you know. Um hopefully a lot of a lot of people get to see it, get to play on it. But really tailoring to like pros and also like just high level instruction, people that, you know, wanna experience a premiere playing experience um we started one court championship style you know plenty of room we probably could have crammed two courts in there but we we want to take our time make sure we have a good product um and then eventually maybe in like six months or so we'll get maybe two or three more courts in the the next warehouse Mm -hmm. so um yeah especially in austin i think it's huge to have a good indoor court even this week we've noticed you know with the bad weather and everything you know no excuses you can always get on the court and and also just you know Kind of help out the pros in in the area too. You know, it's 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 not not always easy having a court to train on. Um, and where I feel like we're all good friends, so I get to you know I get to hang out with you more, Zane. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, yeah. So we'll have a, like a little bar area, hangout lounge. Uh, we'll, we'll open it to you know for people to reserve the court.
0: This is the bar area for when Jeff comes to town? Jeff Warnick. That's an OG. Yeah. yeah, that's an OG. Does he like the bar? Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Start listing people that like the bar. Start, who like the bar? <laughs> See, after, who, yeah, yeah. Who are some people that you can catch at the bar after, <laughs> after a pickleball tournament? Joey. Joey Farias. Really? I mean, like, he's not somebody who's ever going to get, like, trashed. But
1: anytime you know, there's, let's. like.
0: Yeah, 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 Anytime there's drinking after a pickleball event, Joey is involved.
1: Joey Farias. Joey Farias was the first, like, pro pickleball player that I was like, I recognize that name. I've known him since I was seven years old, because uh, when when I moved from Peru to the US, we moved to Corpus Christi first. My dad started a tennis academy, and one of his first students ever was Joey Ferias. Oh no way! Yeah, now you know what? Twenty years later, uh, I, I get to see him like at APPS, and I'm like, dude, I've known you forever. Yeah, so, such a good guy.
0: Did he always did he did he like to go? Did he did he party back then too, or what? Dude, I was seven years
1: old. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he did though. Not much to do in Corpus Christi, so.
0: Dude, yeah, we kind of get Joey on the pod at yeah, some point. He's, he's got the guy. he's got the most unbelievable stories. That guy's always good, down for a good time afterwards. Never like he. I've never seen him like just obliterated or <laughs> anything. But like if there is something going on after the wall tournament, Joey's He'll be there yeah. for sure. Like you said, Rob Cassidy, mm-hmm. Rob Cassidy is down for a good time. Yeah, yeah. Danny Jensen, <laughs> Danny Jensen, I don't know him that well <laughs> for sure. See, I feel like. I feel like AJ, you would not be at the bar. Oh no, absolutely not! I'd be asleep. <laughs> uh, Sherry, Sherry is a well, good time, obviously. Yeah. Let's see. AJ, AJ is usually good for a couple a uh, couple of beers. Sure, I've never seen it, but I believe it. Yeah. Johnny's usually down for a beer.
1: Johnny who? Sincola. Oh well, yeah, he is. Yeah. I've had a couple of airport beers with him. Nice. Those are nice. Um.
0: All right, so we got we got distracted about who who likes to party. Yeah, no one so, cares. <laughs> no one cares. How do you uh how do you make how do you make money out of a, out of a one court
1: place that Dude, uh, it's like the everyone's asking that. Um we're not really doing it for the money. Uh obviously there's rent to be paid and everything. That that will come with like court reservations and stuff. Um sponsorships is going to be huge. You know, we want we want that court to be a, a main content court. Um if, I feel like a lot of You know, they're like the classic content courts that you see in everyone's videos. I want our court to be one of those. And I think it has the potential to be. Um, So sponsorships will be big. And then after that, you know, we'll give lessons, clinics. Um, You know, hopefully our goal is to run some corporate events, maybe pro exhibitions. We have a lot of good pros in Austin. I feel like that'd be a great place for it. Um, But really, I mean, I work for ProXR. Uh, Ryan does a lot of, uh, consulting and pickleball and stuff like that. So we have our office space in there while, you know, getting to look at the court. Um, it's not, not a bad, not a bad gig. So really the money, like we, we just want a good product and then the money will, will come, it's, but it's not our main priority. We just want to offer something good, you know, and pickleball. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's, that's a great question. And I feel like when we have the three other courts, you know, then you can start doing memberships and, and build a little community. Um. Yeah. Are the other couple courts going to be outside? No, they'll be they'll be indoors. Oh, okay. In yeah. like the 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 next door warehouse, so we, we, the one we share a wall with. Yeah. On that side, we can put some in there. Sweet. So it'll be a nice little training facility.
0: Even over to the even over to the lab, what once or twice?
2: Yeah, it's gorgeous. It is. You, yeah, I'm so glad that you all nailed the courts. Yeah, there are a bunch of indoor courts where you can tell that they just slacked around yeah. the surface. Yeah, and and we, we have a
1: goal of like making sure it's like resurfaced pretty often. Uh, to the point where, you know, we want to have a good court. Um, there are a lot of challenges that we've learned, even getting a court built. You know, like, just the preparation is key. And, like, no matter how good your court is, eventually it's going to start cracking and, and little stuff like that that you can't really control. But um, it's just a learning process. And, I mean, we're both, if you know Ryan, you know he's obsessed with pickleball. And so oh, yeah. I, he can talk about pickleball all day. Like, the ins and outs. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, but, like, the, the funniest thing about Ryan is, like, when you're playing rec with him. And he'll like, he does like a speed up. And like, if you read it, he's like, why'd you know I was going there? He's like always analyzing the game. Oh, and it's like, sure. it's what makes him so great. It's like, he's, you know, fun to hang out with. And um, yeah, we're just excited. It's like, it's like our, I don't want to say our, our baby because we're not having babies together, but you know, it is our, our child, you know? There you go. <laughs>
0: you're going to, you're going to love
1: them more than your own child. <laughs> Carlos, you're about to be a dad. I am about to be a dad. Cinco de Mayo. That's, that's the due date. But yeah. My wife and I are very excited. Everyone's asking, is he going to play tennis? Like, no, he's going to play pickleball. Nice. Way more fun. Tennis won't be around probably in five years. You think it's going to be, like, <laughs> do you
0: think this is, would you be, if you're the USTA, are you, like, legit pretty scared right
1: now? No. I mean, sure, like, here and there, like, you know, it might affect something, but, like, I feel like tennis has been around, so, there, there's so much, like, history in tennis, and, like, Prestige and, like, you know, like, some of the best athletes have come from tennis. Like, it's never going to go away. Right. I always say that jokingly. I, I, I love tennis, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've always believed they go, they can go hand in hand. You know, yeah. like, there are people that, like, right now hate pickleball. They're like, they think it's annoying, it's loud, it's right next to them. But, like, in five years, you know, 75-year-old Nancy won't be able to play tennis anymore. Huh. Guess what? She'll probably be banging some pickleballs. So. <laughs> You know, it's like that. My, my favorite my favorite thing is like when people trash on pickleball and then I watch them play tennis, I'm like, you should probably try
0: it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's usually some like 55-year-old yeah. dude who's in finance that used to yeah. play tennis. Yeah, like, oh, yeah,
1: yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. It's like you probably get a longer rally on the pickleball court. 100%. Yeah.
0: Um, all right. At some point, we should probably talk about the tournament that happened last week. You guys catch any of the,
1: the Masters? I did, yeah. Yeah, I watched. I didn't watch a ton of it, but I I rewatched some of the some of the matches that I heard were pretty good.
0: Yeah, Jeannie's um, matches. Who's Jeannie
1: Bouchard? Yeah, she she did well, didn't she? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, did you did you expect her to do better? No, I don't think anybody. Expected no, because like even she- even when like yeah, it's exciting to see that she's coming to pickleball. Obviously, she was a huge name in tennis, but like I never saw one second of footage of her with the pickleball paddle in her hand leading right. the tournament. So you're just like, I hope it's like, in the best way, it's like a wake-up call for her to like try because she could, obviously she has every tool to be a great pickleball player. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt it. But like, yeah, some, some of the clips that are dirty.
2: <laughs> I <don't> know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the memes fast. Yeah. But, but like, you got to expect that, you know? Memes could have
0: gone even harder on her, I feel Yeah, like. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So Jack, how does it feel to now be the already, you've been playing pickleball since twenty thirteen. How does it feel to be the second best jack in
2: pickleball. He's more <laughs> athletic for sure. Dubs, I'd love to team up with him in Dubs. That would be a good yeah, team. That's what I said, left side guy. I'm looking for a left side guy. Wink wink. wink.
0: <laughs> I mean that would, be, would be a good no. solid solid team. Who's he supposed to play? I mean, you and him would be better way better than him and Colin.
2: Plus then we'd get then we'd just immediately get like one or two buys, even if we're like the thirtieth seed. <laughs> we, we like we like kick somebody out, did you watch Colin play though he had, he's actually playing yeah he's playing a lot, he,
1: he's obviously he's really good at singles, but like I was watching like I watched the first game against uh Thomas and Riley, and like he was countering really well on the right side, mm-hmm. like he was like you know sliding well, and like I feel like when he creates like chaos, it's kinda hard to see what's coming. He's so athletic and so he's 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 gotta create
0: chaos, he's gotta create chaos at the beginning of the point. Yeah. Like when they're hitting their fourth shots or you know, or crashing off of a third, like that's where he wants the points to be super dynamic. I think he's gotta chill out in the rally. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like was he still was he still bouncing and moving a ton in uh, in men's doubles from the right side? Um
1: a, a little bit, n- n- not as much. I I I know we're referring to because even like when I watched him at MLP and stuff, like he was a little bit too, yeah, all over the place. But mm-hmm. I feel like he was a little he was more controlled. Um, but yeah, towards the end, like they they flipped him and Colin played the left because they were kind of out of, out of an, you know, answers there. But um, yeah, I mean it's it, it was fun to watch Jack play. Um, his forehand is just lethal.
2: Oh my gosh, bro. I, I, I want to start doing that, to be fair. Like, show the speed up and then do, like, yeah. the inside out. That, that's a like, lot of a lot of shit talking between him and
1: Riley, too. And th- even Thomas. Really? I feel like from the beginning, like, a couple points, like, Jack went for, like, three drives in a row. And Riley's just, like, pancaking, like, back. And he, like, he, he was kind of giving it to him a little bit. It was fun to watch. Who started it? Riley started it? Can't remember who started it, but they were both, like, anytime they want a point... Even even one time Jack like lost a point, uh, and was still like he was like, hey, it's my first tournament or something. Like he was kind of giving it back because like because Riley was like, oh, just keep driving at me or something.
0: I mean that's the that's the spirit of a true shit talker. Yeah, to be able to
2: talk. It's my first shit. tournament, man. No, no, to no, no. You know, <laughs> be able to lo- yeah. lose against that. <laughs> yeah, there's there's not much you can say. you know, Morgan, that's your first tournament. If you beat him, it's your first tournament. You shouldn't you shouldn't be losing. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, Literally a lose lose. But if my
0: guy can talk shit while he's losing, he's a imagine imagine a- Ima- when he's winning. <laughs> that's the sign of a true good crap talker. I've sworn a lot for the game plus Pro XR swear jar.
1: Wait, is that still going on?
0: Yeah, dude, you're at like a hundred bucks. Don't worry, Sean'll Sean'll message you. don't worry oh yeah yeah you don't you should have announced it okay well guys starting now no no (laughs) sorry homie we still have the pro xr and game plus swear jar so anytime that you swear you owe 20 bucks to game plus i'm sorry to stop alzheimer's now and uh and game plus and pro xr are matching it
2: oh oh so, dude, if it's you if you throw out a cuss word like that's sixty bucks raised for all. Jack different- isn't a big cusser. No, not at all. Not at all. Not on the court. Not off the court. I'm. Not- I do not shit talk. i mean, in. Uh- oh, 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 oh! oh! <laughs> dude, he's not having dinner for like three days. <laughs> <laughs> Starving college dude. You gotta remember that.
0: Yeah, dude. They don't stop Alzheimer's. Now doesn't accept meal swipes. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> so <sorry. laughs> <laughs> maybe we can work something out with Sean. Maybe maybe we get to go to the, the, the dining hall for <laughs> sort good of times.
1: I'll get to Chick-fil-A. You can, you can paint hot pockets, I think.
0: <laughs> um. So let's see. How did the seating committee do for, for the first go-around? Jeannie in singles flopped. She lost one oh, in seven. She was... I don't think they gave her a seed, but they put her in, the, in basically a seated spot, right? Oh, gotcha. Um... Jack had a real good run in, in men's singles. Yeah. Finished Yeah. Finished third. He beat the Con- uh, Burnett beat Connor in Big- a really good match.
2: Um first game was 4-11. I was like, Connor's got this in the bag. Yeah. And then Jack just or maybe Connor threw it, just like what James did in the indoor. Jack's using a pretty soft paddle, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's using <laughs> he's, <you'd laughs> a imagine ball it. Imagine him with like something with more power. That'd be scary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I was thinking about this the other day, like, uh, what, when Adal was, like, in his prime, like, people always raved about, like, his RPMs on his ball. I think Jack was the only guy to ever beat his RPMs on his forehand.
0: Jack had higher, yeah, I remember that stat. Jack had higher spin rates on his forehand than Rafa. He's just so whippy, it's, like, scary. hmm And it's, like, pretty compact. Like, yeah. obviously, there's a lot going on. Yeah. But... He gets a ton of power with a really compact swing. Yeah,
2: yeah. The 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 people who like really just literally flare their elbow out, just they get so much weight. He's had that forever, though. Like even when
1: he was like twelve years old, he had a huge forehand. How does somebody like that not like
0: screw up their wrist? Like he's so wristy with it. Do you think has he just developed so much strength in his wrist over the years, or what?
2: Is having it loose does that prevent injuries?
1: Probably, yeah, because he's so relaxed. I mean, I, I would love to know like how Lucy's holding the, the paddle or the he held the racket because it's just naturally like just whippy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy watching him like run around dinks. Yeah, like he's treating it like a mini, like a mini tennis court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, him and him and
0: Colin did surprisingly well, and yep. I mean they they had they did probably as expected given their draw, right? Probably, I think yeah. he looked he looked better than I was expecting in in men's doubles. I, I think he did better. He did probably about what I was expecting in in singles. Like, and um, mixed doubles, who ended up taking him out? Who did he play with? Mixed, Jack?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. uh, Parento.
0: Yeah, Parento. They lost to they lost to James and Anna, right? Yep, in the
2: semis. Yeah. I didn't watch much of that, but I just know mm-hmm. that's what happened. Are but, bringing these like pro tennis players a healthy and good way to bring exposure into pickleball? Yeah, I think so. Because especially um,
1: bringing someone like Jack or like even Donald Young, like all those guys have a lot of a lot of buddies on the ATP tour. That like, I mean, I'm sure like people like Nick Kyrgios are probably like. I'm not saying they're gonna play pickleball, but they're definitely intrigued by it. They're like, dude.
0: I saw some clips of of Kyrios dinking around yeah. a little bit recently. He
2: would
1: be nasty
0: for sure.
2: He would be nasty. He would change. You would change yeah. people. I
0: think Jack. I think Jack would be a better, is going to be a better pickleball player than Nick. Yeah, probably. I think D- Nick. Nick and Jad do yeah. have sort of similar tennis
1: games. Yeah, where like super, like loose, like just like go out swinging, like you, you know, like they're they're, they're never going to play like tight. They're they're never, never going to play not to lose. They're always like just going for it, mm-hmm. which makes it when they're on, they're like so fun to watch. Um, bringing that to the pickleball world would be like insane, but. No, I think you know, especially it's good for them to like. If if Genie Bouchard won everything she ever played in pickleball, it would make pickleball look like a joke. Right. But I think just given like that that good of a tennis player comes to pickleball and like struggles at the beginning is good. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I mean it's it's good to have the the contrast, right? Sure. Like it's good to see okay, this isn't so difficult that I can't do it. Yeah. Right. And it's also good to say okay, you can't just. Walton having never For really true. played and expect to like do decently. Yeah. So it's it's good that we have our Sam Queries and our Genie Bouchards. It's also great that we have Jack who's doing really well right away. Yeah. yeah. Not not you, obviously.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn, I'm a dick.
2: Absurd how far you can get in pickleball by just having a forehand. To be fair, yeah. you can be a top fifteen twenty player, and have a subpar backhand, but a Ferrari forehand yeah. and still be a very good player. Yeah.
1: I like, do you think he's obviously it's cool to watch him run around it, but you think he's overdoing it? What? Running around back in dinks to hit a forehand. Yeah. I've, I've seen him doing it in in doubles. Yeah, I know, but you think he's overdoing it? Overdoing it. Do you think if he just like developed like just like a, a decent, uh decent backhand curl, he wouldn't have to, like, recover so much to the middle to, like, open up the fore... You know, to cover with the forehand.
0: Yeah, but he's so good at... Re- I mean, that's what he's done his entire tennis career. Yeah. Run around, people try and go over to his forehand, and then he goes and gets it. Like, if you run around it, you can really generate some pretty good angles, especially with how good his forehand is and how much spin and power he can generate. Like, it op- it definitely opens up the the court. So, I mean, him on the... Him on the left side is, is a it's a tough I feel like him on the left side would be somebody that could push Ben and Colin because he loves his little inside out forehand he can pull Ben out wide or keep Ben honest out wide and then if he runs around it he can actually you know he could attack Colin pretty
2: well mm-hmm. yep. and you see the you see the parallel with James and his tui mm-hmm. James can pull can pull Ben out wide with that twoey shape mm. as well as speed up wherever he wants right you need somebody who can speed up from the side of the court to beat
0: Ben and Colin, you can't speed up at him through the from the middle of the court. You need to have a little bit of an angle to to work with. Jack can create that by running around his his backhand, and I think James can create that just by rolling his backhand. So,
1: who'd be Jack's like perfect partner, ideal partner?
0: I actually think you. I think matchup wise, I feel like you'd be a good partner with them because you can come in and cover your your his middle right with your lefty forehand and then you can be creative on the on the other side
2: um shake and bake yeah some shake and bake action i mean if somebody has a drive like that you put like pablo or rafa or any good lefty that poaches like that it's you know it's game changing yeah i feel like
0: yeah i feel like jack wants a dynamic right side player like he doesn't want to be lulled into the like long dinking rallies Um, I'm sure he'd be fine at it, but like my guy's not out here to grind.
1: (laughs) We'll just put it that way.
0: Um, I don't know. Who do you think? Who's his best matchup on the right side partner?
1: I I was going to say like a, I mean, ideally it would be like a lefty. Yeah. Cause then like you can just have them create a lot from like way out wide and then just not,
2: you know, still be safe with someone covering the middle. And then here's the thing. uh, a chaotic or a stable lefty, like do you does Jack want to be the one speeding up and then his partners? I think he does <laughs> yeah I, I I think I think that would be the way to go,
1: because if you have too much chaos, it's hard to to like sustain that for a whole two out of three, you know what I mean mm-hmm. I sure I even saw it against Riley and Thomas, like they started creating some chaos, um and then the, I think they lost eleven eight, but then going to the second game, it was just like so mm-hmm. quick. So. Which is why it's so
2: hard to obviously beat the Johns bros. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they'll they dink forever. The only way you beat them is with chaos. Yeah. And it's so tough to do that with a long time horizon.
0: What about, um? obviously, obviously Thomas and Riley, I thought, played really well together. What about Jack and Thomas? Because Thomas is, Thomas is really good from that right side, and you can't just pick on him, right? You're not going to end up in a long dinking rally. And you saw Thomas play really good, right? With Riley, mm-hmm. Thomas was coming over like to the middle of the court, and even onto Riley's side of the court to come
1: hit forehand. Teams, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, that 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 would be a good team. Really good team. They, they would both have so much variety from from both sides. For sure, it'd be like just like okay, it, when, when I have it, this is your role, and, and vice versa. It'd Be the hardest hitting team in pickleball by yeah. far. I on one point, it was harder like. To actually listen what they were saying to each other, but on one point, Thomas like goes for like a super hard forehand drive, and just like misses it by like, super wide. And Jag was like nice forehand or something, yeah. <laughs> even though he was getting destroyed, <laughs> he was still like talking crap to him. I was like, that's pretty funny. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. What do you guys think of Riley and Thomas? They played together maybe one time before. This is uh,
1: their second time. Second time. Yeah, I don't I remember they, what they... they played. Like the finals. Um, the PPA finals or whatever that was at like the top what was the top eight teams top 16 teams
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean they're they're a fun team to watch um yeah i don't know what you guys
2: think but yeah i like it it's unique yeah sure which is exactly what i love seeing i'd yeah. rather not watch just 20 dinks every rally yeah and with with riley there in general riley just makes it entertaining <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. rally with the zane paddle.
0: Yeah, no, he, he played well with it right away. He's not signed either, so he's playing. He's a free man. He can play with whatever the hell he wants. Wow, I wonder why he picked your paddle. It's Tell a, him, Zane. Because it's goaded. <laughs> it's a great it's paddle. The, the paddle that makes everybody better except for Zane. <laughs> 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 so I think memes made that paddle. that paddle oh, the, really? the, the paddle, or the, he, they made that meme. The paddle that makes everybody 10% better except for Zane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How'd you feel about that?
0: I was really hurt, <laughs> really like when people called um, Jack mophead in in high school
2: bathroom. <laughs> bro, I used to wear a bun. I, no, I, stop I, it! You were a bun guy, bro. I used to go like this samurai style and wear it like this dog. And you thought that it would bully you less? <laughs> <laughs> um, all
0: right, last uh, last results. Well, actually, we have a couple still. Dylan won a freaking gold. I think it was his first. PPA gold medal. It might be his first singles medal. No, no, not first PPA gold medal, but first PPA singles for sure. Might be his first singles gold medal, to my knowledge.
1: First one of the year. He was down big too in that third game against uh, Federico. It was like nine three. Yeah, Something like down nine three. I was like, oh man, this is over. Well, was he just clubbing forehands or what, dude? His uh, like back two handed backhand, like kind of roll, uh. Cross court. Like cross court kind of like, not passing shot, like, uh, kind of like hybrid drive. It's like very good. You can tell he's worked on that two-handed back. For like someone that, this is like so overset, but for someone that didn't play tennis, like he's really grinding to like, you know, be a better singles player. And he covers the court so well. He's, like yeah, he's athletic. He does not look
0: like yeah. that fast, but dude gets to everything. Yeah.
2: So quick. And fed. You Fed with the new Yola paddle yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah.
0: Yeah, didn't he beat Sock like one and three or something like that? Yeah, that was quick. They gave him a spanking. Yeah. Was Jack talking shit in that one? I don't know. Can't remember. You'd have to yeah.
1: I'll watch it back. Report.
0: Yeah. Report back to you. Let us know. <laughs> um what'd you guys think of the the new couple new things. New ball. How do you feel like that impacted things?
1: I mean, obviously I wasn't at a tournament, but I have played with the ball. Um it seems like it favorites like people that rip Rip the ball more than not um obviously you didn't play either, but we have played with it a few times, and
2: seems like it doesn't crack but it does go out around pretty quick <laughs> Whoops, <laughs> so are, four, amount but probably the same as a dura so it's still it still has the same the same issues as you typically see with a Dura. Mm-hmm. um but the color helps
0: yeah Adura. the color is nice yeah. I'd almost go to i would almost say like I think it goes out of round more than a dura. But like, I suppose if if you're a rec player, I'd rather have my ball go out of round than just break. Break.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Yeah. And if you're swapping after every game, it's fine. Because then, I mean, like there were so many misreturns in the Masters specifically, just because it kicks or it doesn't kick. And I mean, if you're swapping them out faster, then it won't be an issue. I feel like yeah, the I, more like the more action you put on the ball, like the less it bounces.
0: I'd the yeah. more variation of bounce you get. Yeah. Sometimes you get the ones that really kick. Yeah, and sometimes yeah, yeah. you get the ones that don't bounce. And it does seem like this ball spins a little bit more. Yeah. So I do think there's more bad bounces, but I don't know if that's a product of the the ball or just the additional spin. Even on Endura, you get more bad bounces on balls that are spinning more, right? Like my the chainsaw serve, I would get some that would kick way too much. I would get some that would bounce downwards.
1: With the that's, same swing and
0: everything. With the same swing and everything. The more spin you put on that ball, the more likely you are to get a bad bounce, in my opinion. And I think this ball is spinnier, kinda goes out around. You're getting a lot of bad bounces with this thing. Yeah. Um and then the serve rule was a disaster. <laughs> I think to I think everybody expected the serve rule to be a disaster. I think we're all excited that we were <laughs> that we weren't there for that one. Um I I have um I have a video of and I'm just, we'll overlay this or whatever. I don't know how to do that. Jamie's not here. But I have a video of refs talking to like four players about how to serve. Like tell showing them how to serve like and, and, as they're on the court. I
1: heard that like refs were like saying different things too. Oh yeah. And and like some refs were calling like slight movement up, you know, from when you were like dropping the ball. Some refs were not. So it was just a disaster.
0: It was a very
2: inconsistent application of this new rule yeah. from what i understand yeah because even when you're dropping it your shoulder naturally goes up like yeah. your arm naturally goes up so mm-hmm. i mean yeah when some refs call that it's complete bs even though you're dropping the ball yeah you know what would
0: solve all this drop
2: serve chainsaw chainsaw <laughs> everyone has to do the chainsaw. everyone has to saw because we need to make more fun stuff legal what else There's...
0: what else pop off king yeah.
2: the scoop um the scoops. yeah, dude. You're you the king of the scoop. I'm saying two paddles. I'm saying um, there the, there's so many unique things that we could just that we that you could do like just for an exhibition. You you go unlimited exhibit. grit. Oh my! God. No level, no, no 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 max
1: grit level.
0: That'd be wild. That'd be fun. That would maybe be fun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That'd be fun,
0: That'd be fun for more, a little bit.
1: Way more fun than one tournament. Every paddle company just comes out with a paddle. make it the grittiest possible
0: yeah interesting yeah what if you had one one tournament where everybody could just make whatever paddle they wanted they could that'd be wild i like it i like i do i generally think that you should be able to hit with whatever body part you want like however you need to get that ball over the the net like go for it if it's your other hand like your calf your calf your chest head header (laughs) Better, My shot w- from from Austin of this <laughs> dreamland here at Dreamland would go from the worst pickleball shot ever to, to the, the best pickleballs retroactively.
1: Yeah, I like it. And-
0: um, yeah. Well, stay tuned for some of that. Well, we're gonna. I do have.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know. I, know. I said the lab, bro. The amount of content that would come out of that would be. That would be pretty fun. Yeah.
0: Well. I've got I've got something cooking in that regard. Um all right. <laughs> the only other thing that, that I have is you see Travis going for a nasty on Jack.
1: Missing it like in the middle of the net. Not it, it wasn't. Committed the
0: cardinal sin of Nasty Nelson's. Yeah. If you're gonna miss a Nasty Nelson Miss it long. But I mean, you gotta miss it H- hit a, hit a, hit over it, their hit, head. Yeah, yeah. Hit a fan rather than one hundred percent. My guy, you can't miss. He did. He called his shot on the Tennis Sucks podcast, and then hit it into the net. That's Travis, dude. You got to be better than that. <laughs> be better. I mean, like respect for calling your shot, but like I'm almost just gonna say execute. I, I, I think no, no. I, don't, I think he wussed out. I think he didn't want to hit him, and so he said, "Okay, I called my shot. I gotta, I gotta hit it into the net now because I can't be the guy that nelson Nelsoned."
1: Right, 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 Jack. My tennis buddy,
0: yeah. <laughs> I think Travis, you come at me. I think you just wussed out, bro. <laughs> I think Travis wussed out. Anybody gonna refute that?
2: Oh no! Yeah, maybe, maybe like mid swing, mid swing. He thought, he, he contemplated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can see that. What round was that? Second.
1: Think so, right? E- they it was a mixed, e- correct? I think so. Yeah. yeah
0: good yep. for him though <laughs> good for him um all right we had one other other question why did I skip the masters I was at an Indian wedding in uh in Cancun it was wild it was fun
1: any fun dancing yeah. what was the
2: most wild part
0: um the most wild part was when the groom, rode a horse to meet his bride and the the, all the groomsmen were carrying the bride on a on a on a bed that was like elevated and the groom was coming in on a horse called the Bharat and uh they were like blasting Indian music at this all-inclusive resort at like 8 (laughs) a.m it was wild at 8 a.m yeah early starts yeah um so yeah that was uh Jimmy said it may have been a political statement. It was not. I was just at a at a wedding. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. Anything else you guys got?
1: What's your next tournament thing?
0: I think I'm playing the the Desert Ridge in in a couple weeks. Who are you playing with?
1: I don't know yet. You taking uh, applications? Uh no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What about you? Are you, guys, are you boys both going to Punta Gorda this year? They're, uh,
1: next yeah, this week? year, yeah, we're going this year. Nice, dude. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Who are always yeah, on? playing with this week? I'm just playing men's with uh, my Uncle John. Sincola. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are you ever going to play mix? Dude, I was supposed to play mix. But my partner couldn't play. We, we were signed up and everything. Shout out Kay Fahey. Come on, play with me.
0: Kate.
2: <laughs> Wait, come on. That's both she
1: couldn't, uh, you know, merger stuff, but mm.
2: got it. Yeah, and then I'm playing with Richard Livernees, okay, another young next gen kid, and then Emily Ackerman, okay,
1: nice, nice like. partners.
2: Yeah,
0: is Richard gonna be solid? He's got he's tall, he's athletic, like, yeah,
2: he's he's got everything for sure, just like, just like Roscoe, you know, those that next generation of players who are just developing their game just for pickleball now, and they they they're athletic, they have all the shots now. Is Richard the nicest pickleball
1: player in the world? By far. On the board? The guy compliments everyone Mm -hmm. in the facility.
2: Does he really? he's playing, yeah. You could hit an overhead straight at him, and he'll genuinely like... He's like, oh, great shot. Yeah. (laughs) He's the best, bro. I played him one time...
0: And he was, like, so fired up, but then he was also saying, like, nice shot. And I thought he was just being a dick. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, know, was, I know. But now, now I kind of feel bad. No, he's, like, <laughs> you know, what, what, when I first... I, I thought he was being sarcastic. When I he That's my own lens of looking through the world <laughs> like an asshole, but...
1: <laughs> when I first played him, I was like, this guy's either the nicest guy and, like, good for him. Or, like, the biggest dick.
2: No, <laughs> legitimate. Yeah, 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 just yeah. the guy. The first judgment, and it it's <laughs> for sure tough to make. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was just, like, trolling he, me. He's at got so much energy. Yeah. You have to talk to him after, and then he'll, you know, you'll realize, like, oh, like, you're nice. Like, you're legitimately nice. Ninja. Nice. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, sweet. Well, good luck in Punta Gorda, boys. And, uh, yeah, that's the the pickle pod. Yeah I'm not gonna